Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and join us on social media, emailing us info at fusemarriages.com. Check out all our social media platforms. All right. Yes, indeed, ma'am. How you feeling? I'm good. What's up? What's up? No, 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 no. I thought you had something else to say, so I was, you know, it was a little, you know, something else. There was there was a pause there, so I was like, okay, maybe she gonna be like, hey, you looking fly today? But I don't get that today. That's okay. Hey, baby, you looking fly? What's up, man? Hey, you know what? Us men, we need like that. We don't ask for it, but we need that. Sexy. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying in general, I think, I mean, a lot of women may be out there like, you know, the man say, oh, I'm good. You know, you ain't got to tell me nothing. But like most men, they want to hear that compliment. Okay, that's true. They want to hear it. Some guys tell themselves. Some tell themselves, but it's better from someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you have a problem with that. I'm just saying yeah. some, some dudes are just so pretty. It's like, dang, can't nobody tell them anything. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, a, that's a different type of man right there. Okay. When they say when they say you take longer in the mirror than, than your woman, that's problematic. If that's you, brother, I'm just saying you might want to shift that time a little differently so you're not taking as much time in the mirror as your woman. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Ain't nothing personal. I'm just saying you might want to consider that. Mm-hmm. So she can tell you how pretty you are and you don't have to tell yourself. <laughs> right? You pretty, baby. Hey. Hey. I'm not old. I'm not pretty, though. I would never say that to man, myself you, or any you other man. masculine. No, just you're looking good today. Well, I'm trying to come. Which one you want? Yeah, but no, but like you got to give it you, to how a man receives it. How you receive it. You sit. men receive it. It's like you, you know what? Think hands. about think about that woman that's trying to take your man. How would she say? She don't say he pretty. I think about no woman trying to take my man. Well, I'm just I'm have, just she's gonna have other kind of problems. Well, oh, kind of problems. Listen, I'm not the one. See, you know, you know, you know, you soft and kind. You're not gonna. I you're am not, soft and kind, but I carry a knife in my back pocket. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, <laughs> whole another show. God's still working on me. Don't run up. I don't know you. Don't. I was trying up. to help somebody. You didn't let me finish. But it's okay. Oh, That's sorry. another day. No, it's okay. Help no, because you went to the left with it. It's okay. Next, let's go. <laughs> I was gonna help somebody when with I my heard comment. Woman trying to run up yeah. on my man. I was like, you know what? What's not gonna work out for you? Because it is June. You know what I mean? It's it's June. June. Oh, see, that's a shame. Because when Summer it's dress season. when it's May, we know what May is. It's Mother's Day. It's Mother's oh, Day in a month. See, Absolutely. I'm just, well, I'm just you saying. You don't have a problem giving men props. A lot of people out there, like there was something going on where they were trying to cancel Father's Day. You mm-hmm. see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's a whole conversation. Just the brothers, if y'all, if y'all holding it down at home and y'all trying to take care mm-hmm. of your family, trying to take care of your wife, trying to take care of your children, I mean, thank you. You're appreciated. You get your day. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay. So anyway, on to our topic for today from my sexy husband. For today. Mm -hmm. For today. So today we're going to talk about the reasons why Mm -hmm. you have to change when you get married. The reasons why you have to change. You have to change. Okay. Most people go into a relationship or marriage or whatever saying, you know what? You know, you need to set me for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm, hey, this, this, this is me. This is what I bring to the table. This is who I am. I need you to take all of it or reject it. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? You got they they have this mentality. A lot of people, you know what? It's just I I came to the table with this, mm-hmm. and I need you to kind of embrace it. Okay. And this could be good or bad, but whatever this is, they want you to embrace it. Mm-hmm. I'm challenging that. Mm. I'm challenging Challenge. that. Okay, 
Okay. And this is from experience, yo. This ain't nothing. This ain't this. this, this, I'm not speaking from a place of here. I'm speaking from a place of this is. I didn't experience this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't experience this. So, you want to jump into the first one? Yeah. So, reasons why you have to change when you get married. Number one, did you marry your twin? Yeah. Did you marry your twin? So that that's a question. I don't know the answer to unless you from certain. I ain't gonna go there anyway. Like that's a question to say. You know what? Is the person that you marry are they just like you? Mm-hmm. Which one? Which one is a, a is a is a identical twin? Is that maternal? Is that is that the one? No, paternal. Paternal twin. Because mm-hmm. then you have two seeds or two sperms that split. And okay, I don't know what the biology of that is. I know one of them is identical though, and close anyway. Did you, you y'all didn't marry y'all twins? I don't think y'all from any one of them states or this, that, and the other that do that. But just, y'all didn't marry y'all's twin, right? So we, I say that to say that you know what, that person is different from you, mm-hmm. very, 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 very different. Even twins are different. So if you are from one of those states, and some, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I went to school with some twins. You know, they dressed alike, they looked alike, they talked like got the same grades. Like they were really close of being alike. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, we ain't dressing like we don't talk alike. We don't look alike. We don't, you know, think alike. We don't have that. So the fact I can't be in your headspace and being how you were raised, this, that, and the other, we're different. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, if we're different, I'm going to have to change to adjust to you. Yeah. And you're going to have to change to adjust to me because we're different. Yeah. You're not my twin. Yeah. You have to change. Yeah. I think a lot of people go into a relationship kind of. Um, like they say, you um, you dated my representative. Okay. You know, have you heard this before? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, talk so to there's, me. So there's this idea that when you are dating somebody, you're dating the representative. You're dating the best parts of them. No matter how yeah. long you've been together, like you've seen some spots. You've seen like, oh, okay, this is something I'm not, you know, we argued about this a couple of times. But you're still seeing the best parts of them. Right. Um, and then when you get married, that kind of, that representative can sometimes kind of disappear a little bit. Like they, they're mm. not so present. And then you're seeing those parts of you that are not the prettiest, you know, mm. and recognizing that even those spots, I know this is something you're going to jump into in a little bit, mm. but even some of those spots, you know, um, we, we have to make adjustments because we are different. We are, we like different things. And even if we don't start off in those different places, we also can, we evolve. The goal is to continue to grow. So we, we can grow into something different as well. The goal is obviously to grow together, but as we are evolving into the person that we are becoming, um, I think it is important to have these kind of conversations, to have this dialogue because we're not the same and you should, um, make the change. Now the challenge for a lot of people, I've experienced this and I know some of our, our married listeners out there have as well, is that your friends, pre-marriage expect you to be that same person that you were. And as you're evolving and changing for your spouse, because you should, there are some things it's like, you know what? I can't do that anymore. Or, you know what? I shouldn't do this, man. I've learned a new way to do this. They are not in the bedroom with you. They are in the house with you. They aren't seeing how these, these, um, how you're evolving in this way. So it can be challenging for your friends to be okay with the changes. Cause they might even tell you, girl, you changing, you different, you know, or do what you doing. This you come on, man. Let's, let's do like we used to do. Let's do like old times, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to be strong enough in your resolve to say, you know what? I am making some changes. I am different. I have changed. You're right. Now you obviously, you're not trying to kick everybody to the curb, but if that happens, 
this is the person that you chose your forever. This is your forever friend. So you want to you want to be a little bit flexible to them. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, we, t- we got the five points of why you should why you should rather change when you get married. Mm-hmm. Point number one, you don't you didn't marry your twin. You didn't marry your twin. Got to be. You, they're different. Mm-hmm. They're different. And you kind of touched on almost, you know, point number two a little bit. But we'll dig into a little bit more here mm-hmm. is that nobody wants to deal with the worst side of you. Mm-hmm. Point number two, why you have to change. Nobody wants to deal with the worst side of you, mm-hmm. not even your spouse. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> so, you know what? The, the idea is like, you know, you got to accept me for me, you know, whether, you know, if I was an alcoholic, you know what? Or I like, I ain't gonna name people don't say that really. I like to drink a few. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, okay, now I like to drink a few. Mm-hmm. But you really probably, you know, you got a little problem. Yeah. And you expect your significant other to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to work a lot. I ain't going to look over nowhere, but, you know, I like to work a lot. That's me. I like to work a lot and really not working guilty, hard. Guilty. That's just the work. I could be, that could be the worst side, you know, not yeah. saying nothing wrong with working, but some people take that to another level. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's certain, they got these issues, you know what? I shut down. I talk about me then, you know what? That's just me. And I'm quiet. You know, I don't like to talk that much. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll keep my, you know what I mean? Keep my key to myself. That don't, that don't work in relationship. That's, that, that's probably one of the worst sides of ourselves that we don't necessarily kind of address when people kind of embrace it. And nobody wants to deal with that, yeah. right? Not even your spouse. Yeah. So you're going to be forced to change, maybe not completely to some other, you know, type of person that you you weren't and say any other, but you're going to be challenged to say, hey, I got to be better than what I am now mm-hmm. for, my, for my spouse. Yeah, and for yourself. Because one of the things that you talked on is to, to change the worst parts of you, you have to be self-aware. You have to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what, these are some things I really have to work on mm-hmm. and be willing to admit that. A lot of times people don't even want to admit, like they want to perpetuate this image of their ideal being. And we should, as husband and wife, be able to say, you know what, this is where, where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Or this is maybe at one point in my life, this is where I was, or this is what I would like, but this is where I am. And being able yeah. to articulate that to your spouse, to yourself, you know, even if you're just writing it in a journal, even if you're saying, okay, because the truth is we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and be whole and complete as challenging as that is. And it, within the context of marriage, outside of marriage, inside of friendships, as parents, as peers, we have to be able, and it's, this is a continual process to say, where am I now? Where am I today? Right. Who am I right at this moment? Okay, you know, Tristan, these are some flaws that you have. Hey, when you get when you get frazzled, you get this way. When you get upset, you get real short. You know, there there are some things that you have to say, okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to grow in this area. I'm gonna have to be honest and then say, Hey Michael, I'm working on this. Yeah. I, I recognize yeah. Yeah. that I'm behaving this way or that I do this thing, but I'm working on this. Right. Right. And then you're you're able to kind of be free because yep. you're not trying to put up this perfect image and you're not being like, well, it is what it is. So you marry me. You mm-hmm. know, I think that that is really just selfish to be like, well, this is this is the way that I came into this and this is how I'm going to be. And you don't like it. You can go be careful. Be mm-hmm. careful. Because somebody's going to be like, you know what? I think I will. I'm exit stage right. I, I think I might be out if you're going to be. Because you can't you can't have a sustainable, positive relationship and just be like, 
deal with me how I am, the good and the bad. No, you work on the bad, you recognize the bad. And I want to say something on this topic, be willing to receive feedback, be willing. Hey, what do you see when you see me? And you know, we can do the plus minus stuff, plus minus plus. Hey, I think that you, you're great at this. You really could work on this, but man, I love when you do this. Okay. Right. So being able to receive feedback from your spouse, from trusted companions, from um, parents that are insightful, whomever you have in your sphere that are, you know, your your close core relationships, be willing to say like, okay, they see this. Is that accurate? Yeah, that might be. That might be true. Okay. Okay. I can, I can hear that. Um, because when you can't, when you can't hear anybody tell you anything bad about yourself, you have possibly a pride problem, possibly a narcissistic issue. Um and you're, you're limiting your own growth potential. You have to be willing to say, to receive some sort of critiques about you. You can't know everything. You can't be the smartest person in every room you walk into. Sidebar. Okay. No, not a sidebar. I think that, that fits right right in line, right? I think you, But I do think you're giving people an out by saying they need to take criticism. Most people know they got some issues. Mm-hmm. Most people know they have some issues. But they want everybody to say, you know what? Accept it. You know what I mean? If you got some daddy issues, you got insecurity issues. Men have that too, by the way. If you have, you know, this complex, you know what? I got a success in this. Like, I got to achieve, I got to achieve, I got to achieve. Whatever it is. It's like people have to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to have to change. I can't bring that to the table and expect my wife, my husband to accept all that and be cool with it. Yeah. And it's like they have to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to try to be better. And then hopefully I reach to the point where, you know what, that I am. But you still got to say, I'm going to try to be I, I'm willing to change it. Just be the fact you're willing to change there's it. There's a challenge in that, though. Some people can't even like they might know, but they receive so much external affirmation that That's they're OK. That's that they lie. can convince. I think people can truly convince like, hey, I'm insecure, but everybody tells me that I'm this and I'm this and I'm this. So I'm going to take it in. Or, well, I'm not saying that it's not a lie. I'm saying that they are self-delusional. I think people are really able. To you. They trying to be delusional to fool you. When right, they go I to agree. bed at night, they know they, 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 they go they and lay down. They know who they are. They know who they I are. I agree, but they have to be able to admit verbally. And, no, not they don't have to tell everybody, but they need to be able to verbalize I am not, there's something about being able to speak and to be able to say it, not to just have stuff floating around in your mind. That's why people go to therapy. It's not because they don't know something's going on. It's because they need an opportunity to kind of get it out, to sort through it, to say, what is all this mess? Because it's hard to just be like, okay, I'm going to pick here and I'm going to pick here. I'm going to pick here. You need to be able to say, this is where I am. All this mess is part of me and I'm going to work through all this mess, but I have to be able to admit that it's there. That's why when, whenever um, I do therapy or whenever I've, I've talked to other therapists, those first couple sessions are just getting stuff out. You're not even working through anything. You're just getting it out. Mm-hmm. Being able to put words to your experiences, being able to talk about your childhood or your divorce or your children or, you know, co-parenting or your time in college or your drinking or your abuse, whatever that thing is, being able to put words to it so you can sort it out. I think people are able to keep it in their head. They can hear excuses and then it, it kind of numbs it. Yeah. Yeah. So they really need to, you know, kind of open that wound. Go ahead, let's clean that out so we can get rid of the disease. So that's my that's my piece on that. But I agree with you. I agree with you. Nobody wants to deal with the worst side of you. So we gotta we gotta work on that. 
know what your worst side of you is. But another thing that we we were talking about, point number three, life circumstances will force you to change. I know we got to take a break real quick, but I wanted to put that out there. Life circumstances will force you to change. So on that, we will take this quick break and we will be back hitting on point number three. Hey, y'all, we just wanted to take a quick break and thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Um, So if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe, follow us on all social media. And oh, we have this thing that we want you to check out fusedradio.com. There are other broadcasters that you will hear from. You're really going to love it. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all are so wonderful. Um, And we look forward to connecting with you more in the future. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, we are on the other side of this break. So we are talking about, obviously, we're talking about marriage and why you have to change in marriage. So we introduced it right before this break, the topic, or excuse me, point number three, life's circumstances are going to force you to change. So jump into that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as we continue the discussion about, you know, why you should change or why you're going to be almost, you're going to be, you're going to have to change when you get married. It's like life circumstances will make you change, right? So, for example, you know, at one point I may be working and I'm not working as the man on the breadwinner. I got to go home and do something. I may have to cook, clean, take the kids to soccer practice. I mean, I'm going to have to switch it up. Mm-hmm. I can't come home and be like, I'm looking for a job. I ain't found one in six months, but I'm still trying. But I ain't doing nothing at the house either to help out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be forced to change. I don't care if I, as what you know, I'm the man. I'm supposed to be this. I mean, I can't be that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to switch it up a little bit. And that's an obvious one, like, you know what I mean? But if somebody gets sick or this, that, and the other stuff happens, you know what I mean? You're going to have to be, life is going to force you to change, right? At one point in time, I say, you know what? I would never live in the country. I would never live in the country. What if my wife's, you know, father lives in the country and we got to go see him and take care of him? Mm -hmm. I'm like, hold on. Like, I ain't going to never, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be forced to like, hold on. I'm at the change. In order to like, you know, make sure the relationship keeps moving forward, at least keep my wife happy in that type of situation. Yeah, I can talk directly to that because um, during pandemic, thank you, Jesus, for coming on the other side of that. But during pandemic, I used to say not that there's anything wrong with anybody out there that is a stay at home mom. I have tons of friends that are I didn't think I had the skill set. I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if I can do it like just. I don't know how to do all of the stay like how am I going to cook dinner because man much props if you are a stay-at-home mom much props but I was like how am I going to take care of kids make lunches make breakfast make dinner clean up make sure that they're learning you know make sure that they don't hurt themselves jump off of the couch or the roof or (laughs) or anything keep them entertained make sure that you know I keep my sanity and I'm doing what I want to do for myself or need to do for myself you know I didn't think I could and I was like, no, oh, no, no, that's not me. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Pandemic happened. My kids' school closed, yep. friends. Yep. Closed, shut down. So my kids were at home with me. And we're still doing everything. And then I had to adapt. Michael had to adapt. When we're doing, when we're furloughed and we're working from home, I don't know what your situation was, but I'm sure the world had to adapt to this pandemic. We had to, okay, let's let's make adjustments with our spending. Let's make adjustments with our children. Okay, how do we do, you know, playtime and work? How do we do these things? Because that specific time, and I'm recalling it only because we are all just kind of kind of dealing with that, you know, wearing masks in public. I never thought about my children needing to have their own mask when we go into grocery stores. Now my daughter is like, oh, where's my mask? 
you know, just just the ideas of these things. So, yes, we have to make changes because you never know what's right around the corner. So being willing, that's a huge piece. Prayerfully, you don't have to do some of these major life choices like we're talking about, but you're going to have to make some minor things. You're going to have to do some adjustments. You know, she's got to go into work early. You got to drop the kids off at school. Man, you don't you don't normally you don't know how. Where do, where do they go? You know, hey, well, she got to leave town for work. Now you you taking up all the responsibilities. Switching okay? it up. Switch it up. <laughs> you you got to be willing to. Mm-hmm. Somebody you know somebody has to to make this change. Is that give and take? That give and take, and just the willingness is so yeah. important to say, hey, like. I've talked about it before on the show. My husband does not. He he cooks some amazing. His spaghetti is bomb. His his what else? Grilled cheese. Hey, don't, I, don't I like the list that short? The list ain't Enchiladas. that short. The list ain't that short, man. Come Breakfast, on. Grilled cheese. Damn. You said grilled cheese already. I said grilled cheese. Okay, I make sure though. Make, don't don't shorten on, my list. On point. He got he's <laughs> got his set. Okay, so in his set, his ki- my children love his oatmeal. Okay, man, they don't even that. want mommy to make oatmeal, yeah. which is totally fine. But they love his oatmeal. So I say that to say. When we have to when we have to make a shift, hey, mommy doesn't have this. Michael's got it covered. So, hey, I'm not making dinner tonight. Okay, yeah. let me pick something up. Let me make the adjustment. Let me do what needs to be done. Sometimes he'll be like, hey, I got dinner tonight. I'll be like, oh, baby, thank you. I know what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. he, he got it. He got it down. So it's important for both spouses to be willing to make the adjustment, to be willing to shift and to change in the context of your marriage so that you can have a happy home and that the other person doesn't feel like it's always all on them. And you can even mm-hmm. make some of these changes just because nothing's wrong. Nobody has to work late. No, nobody's having to get up early just because, Hey baby, why don't you stay here and take a, a long bath? I'm going to, I'm going to take care of the kids for the rest of the night. Be like, what? Okay. Yeah. You know, just because those kinds of things show value, um, an investment in your marriage. So that was one of them. Okay. Point number four, y'all are building something together. Yeah. I mean, I think whenever and this almost ties in with almost point number one, that's that they're not your twin. Right. So, Y'all are building something together. So in order to build something, you really, you're starting from almost the ground level. Mm-hmm. Nobody starts from, okay, if I'm building a house, I'm going to start with the frame first and the roof. On, you know what I mean? Right. No, no. You start with that foundation. Right. And sometimes, unless y'all got the exact same foundation, y'all twins, which y'all not, you're going to have to like, okay, I got to change and to see what that's going to look like to make sure our baseline is good. We've got a good understanding. And we're going to try to build something together from the right. bottom up. And it's like it's easy to say, you know what? Particularly people that get that that get, that get married older, right? They already got some stuff, got some situation, they got kids, got a house, got car, got job, got career, got this, got that, good whatever. Like that's that's a hard situation mm-hmm. to like. Hey, hold on, we trying to build something together. I ain't what I'm gonna change for. I mean, I got my crib, my couch. I like that couch, my TV. You know what? No, 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 no. My chair. I don't care if it got forty holes, and that's my seat. I'm bringing it to the next place. Okay. Mentality. I mean, that's yeah. funny, but like, I mean, the mentality of like, I ain't gonna have to change yeah. because this is me type of situation. So you gotta just think of the mentality. You know, I I gotta be able to mold myself at least a little bit in order to get our relationship a good foundation. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. That's really good. There's um a saying that we use in therapy, and it's opposites attract, and then they attack. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I think that that's really relevant to both points number one and four, because you are attracted to somebody that's different. And in that very different person, you're also pulling some of the same things, same things that you wanted, that you saw when you were growing up or things that you saw on television or that you imagined that you wanted. Mm -hmm. So you're pulling some of those things and you're rejecting some of those things that like, hey, my mom did it this way. I really like that. But this or my dad did it this way or my dad didn't do this and I want this. So you're you're kind of formulating in your mind this person. And then you meet this incredible person and you say that they're the one you propose or you accept and then you get married and then you're making tweaks. You're like, wait, I thought I was perfect before we like that's what you said. You're the perfect one. You're the one for me. I love you the way that you are. Right. True and untrue. You know? There are aspects of you that are just like, ah, ideal, wonderful, beautiful. And there are aspects of you that are like, hmm. And as you are making those tweaks and as you're making those adjustments, as you're making these changes, you have to be willing to say, this is for the betterment of us. This is for the growth of us so that it, it makes it. It makes your world bigger. Like, yes, you have to change for yourself. You have to be willing to change for yourself. But you also have to be saying, you know what? We are in partnership. We have somewhere to go. One of the things that we tell couples when we do premarital counseling is create a vision statement for your for your marriage. Right. Where do you see yourself going in the future? And then that makes some of these changes that right. you're having to make a little easier to make because you're saying, I'm doing it for us. I'm making us sustained, you know, to be Mm -hmm. able to have longevity, to be able to create legacy. I'm doing this, these small tweaks, these things, man, I'm going to have to let this couch go because my wife despises this couch. And truth be told, man, yeah, the couch is a little old. It's a memory. It's I'm I'm, going to set this to a side. And she's got to be willing to say, I'm not going to paint. I'm not going to put pink shears up in the bedroom. He doesn't like these. Okay, fine. You know, and, and making those adjustments, being willing to. No, absolutely. And I think, I mean, we talk about growing together. It's like, I was just thinking, it's like, you know what? It's it's good when like, you know, when I grow and when you grow. But to me, like real success is whenever we both grow. Mm-hmm. Right. We both. I can't be I'm achieving and, and you here or you achieving. And I'm there. No, no. We gonna be, move up together. Mm-hmm. So it's like we got to have that mentality saying, OK, I'm going to change to make sure that, you know what? No, we both are feeling good about the direction that we are going. Not that I'm going, that you're going, but that we are going. Yeah, I was reading an article recently, and it was talking about um, Angela Van, um, Angela Bassett and Courtney Vance, her husband. And they were talking about how they've been able to sustain their marriage while in like Hollywood and while amidst all of these other divorces and busy schedules, because they're both incredibly talented um, mm-hmm. actors. And um, one of the things that they said when they got married is it's, it's us. Okay, we're, we're not going to go anywhere, so we're going to have to work through some things. So we're going to have to press. We're going to have to grow. We're going to have to decide. And this is obviously, those are Tristan's interpretation of their words, but they decided we're going to be together. So what do we have to do to grow together so that we're both happy, so that we're both satisfied? And one of the things he said is sometimes she, sometimes it was her. You know, it was her first. And yeah. then making the adjustments where necessary so that she's like, okay. Let's let's make it happen. And when one person is willing, excuse me, when both people are willing, yeah. it makes both people want to give more. If you're giving, I, I, I know um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, if you listen to him, one of the things that he said, this is probably several years ago now, but he said that they try to outgive each other. Like he tries to outgive his wife. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was such a great statement is the idea of if I'm trying to outgive Michael and Michael's trying to outgive me, then we're always just like, 
just loving on each other, just supporting each other, just helping each other with whatever needs, whatever needs need to be met. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So point number five, last point is he or she can't be the one always giving in. I think you just said it. Yeah. You think you just the example you just gave. I mean, I don't want to add any more or take away from that. It's like, yeah, I think the goal of, of changing and like, you know what, trying to really wash your change is like, you know what? I don't want you always giving in. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the change and say, you know what? She's like, uh, I want to make sure, you know what? Hey, I got to give in some, so I'm gonna change. Even if I want something, I'm gonna change it. So I'm gonna give it. I'm cool. I'm gonna go ahead. You can do that. Mm -hmm. You want to go to the, you want to go to the mall instead. That is correct. Don't ever change. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, hold on. Quiet time. One more time, Ari. Finish your point. Start your point. I forgot. Give. Huh? Just giving in. So start off at what point? Just um, go with um, always giving in. Just start from back. You just said it. Okay. Well, you, you just said it. I think, you know what, um, you want to be able to, you know what, give in to your to your spouse. And not ha always be the one that's that's taking. I think the big thing you just said is always. Yeah. You don't always want to be the one that's saying, okay, okay, okay. Because then it's like, man, I'm giving all of this and I'm not receiving anything. There's right. no there's no give and take. It's just give. And then you feel taken advantage of. And then that grows bitterness and resentment. Um, so I think that that's a big piece. That, Absolutely. Hey, if I'm giving, recognize, appreciate, give back. So that it Absolutely. is this. You're right. No, you're 100% right. Um. I think that's to me, that's the ultimate relationship being able, you know what, to give and take. I love the example you gave with uh, Bishop and, and First Lady Sarita Jakes is like, hey, they trying to outgive each other. I think that just really just solidifies what we're trying to say. Mm -hmm. So I think it is necessary. You're going to have to you're going to have to decide to change. Going to have to. In, in your marriage. Going to have prioritizing to. Prioritizing one another. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We do want to hear from you. We want to know what your thoughts are. We are Tristan and Michael. Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and check out our website for more content and resources. FuseMarriages.com Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.